Good morning. We are so glad that you are here for this uh, third Sunday in Advent. Uh, great day that the Lord has given to us, so we're glad you're here. And those who are joining us by Zoom, we're glad that you are uh, watching with us. A uh, couple of announcements. Uh, we want to remember that uh, there are a lot of ministries out there that are in need uh, during the season, uh, Lebanon County Christian Ministries, uh, Caring Cupboard. So keep uh, our local ministries in, in mind. Uh, also, uh, next Sunday, uh, join us for Christmas caroling. Uh, it's going to be on the front steps of our church at 4 p.m. Uh, there's going to be pizza following uh, for everyone who comes. And if you would like to bring some cookies... Uh, as a donation, uh, please drop them off uh, anytime this week to my office, and maybe, maybe there'll be some left by Sunday. Uh, we also have the giving tree that's up, uh, so hats, mittens, and scarves, that'll be donated to those in need as well. And right after church, um, we will have our annual congregational meeting and all of our members are encouraged to attend. Uh, any other announcements? Do, do, do. Did I have matches up there? Okay. Say, so I can't really do the. Yeah, I, yes, I know it's the pink one. You know, I've done this for a while now. I kind of know. But I just, didn't, I just didn't light it. So bear with me as I light the Christ candle. I mean, not the Christ candle, the pink candle. You know, this always works better in practice. Would you please stand on this third Sunday of Advent? It is the joy candle that we have, uh, that we lit today. Jesus said, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the leopards are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. Let us pray. Gracious God, we seek you everywhere with expectant eyes 
that invite us to see the joy in this world today. In Christ's name, amen. Good morning. (laughs) Um, So we're going to do a song that we did uh, once or twice last year, so it's kind of newer if you forgot it, but it's still kind of like a song that you should all know, so just sing aloud with us. i uh-huh. 
may be seated. Before we go to our prayer time, um, I had one announcement from Georgine uh, that next Sunday will be the last Sunday that missions will be doing the Christmas card exchange. So just a reminder to that. As we go to this time of prayer, we want to remember and to pray for those who were involved in those tornadoes that struck the Midwest and the South and the devastation that, um, that it, it was just, in, it's incredible. Those um, pictures, if you've seen them. So we pray for healing, we pray for mercy, we pray for peace, for understanding. And so, Lord, we, we just... We just pray for them. Any other prayer concerns that you have? Up, down front. I can't think of his name. His name escapes just at the moment. Uh, James, our neighbor James is a policeman down in the Lebanon area. And a couple weeks ago, while chasing down a car thief and, and, and capturing the car thief, he re-injured his leg that was injured about 10 years ago. And he's going to have to be operated on in, in a couple weeks to have the, the knee fixed up. Well, we'll be praying for James, praying for healing. Any others? seeing any. Uh, we do want to play, pray for one of um, our firefighters um, who is in a hospital battling uh, COVID and also uh, for Jeff uh, Straup who is home uh, sick. We want to pray for him. And John, you have uh, something. Yes, uh, we've got uh, some uh, some praise and prayer. Uh, my aunt is now uh, post-COVID, so uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, she does have a little bit of work ahead of her now on uh, getting her uh, being able to breathe on her own again. Uh, so she's going to get into an intensive uh, uh, rehabilitation hospital to be able to, uh, to get her lung function back. Uh, but So she's... Uh, slowly getting better, and also um, uh, wishing a happy birthday to uh, my mom. Uh, so she is um, uh, another year older today. And and so is she watching from Zoom. She is. Uh, and, she, and what is her name again? Georgia. Georgia. Well, Georgia, happy birthday! And we will pray for you, John, because. I don't know if you had permission, but, you know, if you're going to get in trouble, eh, let's do it all the way. That's so, right. Happy birthday, Georgia. Oh. Any others? Okay. Um, from Zoom, Jeff Gordon says, please keep praying for Amanda, who is still recovering from COVID, but praises that everyone else in the house is tested negative. Okay. We'll keep Amanda in our prayer. Any other prayer concerns?
And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, during this time of year, our heart our hearts go out to those who have lost everything. And not just the ones that um, are homeless, but those who are now the new homeless, those in Kentucky and Illinois. And not only losing their house, but also losing their job at the same time. Lord, we pray for the survivors. We pray for healing. We pray for your courage and your peace to to surround them. We know that these are long days ahead, so Lord, help us to respond. Lord, for those that do not have a place, Lord, open our hearts so that we can help. Those that don't have enough to eat or those that need clothing, Lord, help us. Help us to help them for your glory. So, Lord, as we prepare our hearts and minds for the coming of the Lord, we know now that you've asked us to do two things, to love you and to love others. So, Lord, we pray that our actions will speak louder than words. Lord, we pray for healing for those that are suffering now. We pray for those who are having upcoming surgeries, and Lord, we Thank you for those surgeries that have gone well. Lord, we celebrate those that have birthdays. So, Lord, hear our prayer. Hear our concerns. Lord, we present this to you, our Savior. It is in your name that we pray. Amen.
Today's scripture will be taken from the book of Luke, the second chapter, starting at verse 8. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring you great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. And here ends today's reading of God's word. I think I've asked this question before, so I'm going to ask it again. How many of you like to camp? One, two, some, okay. Um, <clears throat> how many of you would like to just camp outside under the stars, just a sleeping blanket, no tent, just out in the open? Mike? Well, you keep telling some of those stories, you probably will be out soon. <laughs> okay, so my experience with camping, either... It's too cold or it rains. Have you ever been in a tent after a nice rain and it floods? It, it feels so yucky. Sorry, I, I was trying to come up with another word. but So I, I can picture this scene with the shepherds. They're trained to sleep all night in whatever weather with these sheep. Now, they're either around the fire trying to stay warm, or you have one of them who is going to be kind of the gate. He has to sleep in front of this little opening so none of the sheep get out. And that's their job. That, that's what they look like. And imagine sleeping out and working all day in the hot sun. Eventually, you're going to look kind of rough. Your skin's going to tan a little bit. It's going to be worn. It's going to be cracked. Probably they're not going to smell the best. In fact, I'm pretty sure they're not. And it's this scene of the smelly shepherds that the angels came to sing to. It is these shepherds Regardless of their appearance, regardless of what they smelled like, these are the ones that get to hear the story. 
that Christ has been born. Now we have heard through all of this scripture about how important shepherds are. In Psalms 23, reads, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. In Ezekiel, I will set over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will feed them, and he would be a shepherd to them. We know what Moses did for a living. He was a shepherd. In fact, the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? A shepherd's staff, Moses said. Saul says, so in Samuel, Saul says to Jesse, send me your son David, the shepherd. Jeremiah, townspeople and farmers and shepherds alike will live together in peace and happiness. So for a time, shepherds were part of the community. Abraham was rich because of what he did as a shepherd. But by the time that Christ is born, shepherds have become kind of those people that you don't want to be around. Somehow it changed, the image changed for the Jews. They no longer had a high opinion of, of them. In fact, it was kind of the opposite. By God sending angels to send the good news to the shepherds, it means that God was helping to build the kingdom. So during this time, they just didn't like the shepherds. And the religious authorities, according to uh, the commentaries, the religious authorities of a temple had such a strong negative view of the shepherds that they, they kept them from participating in religious ceremonies in Jerusalem. This is from the Bible background commentary. I mean, think about it. You're going to church, and they say, no, you can't come in. You can't participate. You cannot worship God. There's an oral tradition that was an authority in Jewish life that says some really unkind passages about shepherds. It says shepherds are incompetent. And that if a shepherd falls into a pit, no one should feel obligated to rescue him. That was from Randy Alcorn's shepherd status. So you live in a society, you're taking care of livestock, but if you were trapped and needed help, no one was required to help you. So, Think about if you were traveling in your car and your tire blows out and you're a shepherd, no one is coming to stop to help you. Think of yourself. If you're on the side of the road and no one 
stops. How often did we feel like that before cell phones? Traveling and going, hey, if we get the car breaks down and we don't have a cell phone, you're just there. You had to walk, hoping that someone could show you grace. But isn't it wonderful that Jesus comes to save all? Everyone has a right to be rescued. And everyone has the choice to be rescued from God. You have a choice to say, yes, I will follow, or no. But if you follow, then as we learn today, there's an obedience. Ron was talking about obedience today in class. And it comes down to two commands that sum up the, not only the New Testament, but all of the Old, uh, the Old Testament laws. And it's very simple. Because we have trouble remembering things. It is to love God with everything we have. Our heart, our mind, our soul, our strength. And to love our neighbors as ourselves. It does not matter how someone looks who comes in to worship. I've told you the story of the gentleman that before he died, I I got to talk with him and he committed his life to Christ. And I said, well, why don't you, now that you know me, why don't you come to church? Nope. He, hadn't, he had not been to church since 1954. Because when he came in, the only thing that he had was overalls. And people said, you can't come in overalls. You have to be in a coat and tie. And this is all that he had. And he said from that day forth, he never went back to a church. There's a song, Casting Crown, that talks about if we are the body. It talks about the young person who's sitting and kind of maybe in a balcony, and she knows that the other girls there are talking about her. How does she feel safe in what's supposed to be a safe place for everyone? There's another verse talking about the gentleman who comes in the back and he sits in the back row and, and the way he's dressed. He already feels the eyes on him that he doesn't belong. We are to be God's hands, God's feet. It does not matter what you wear to come in. It matters what you take out. Of here. Gloria said something today about actions. She's hiding behind the thing. Hi, how are you? It was very nice what you said, though. Uh, she actually wanted me to put on a little play, but anyway, um, it's about 
either hearing a sermon or actually putting it into action. Well, the whole thing is that we have to put this sermon into action. That means everyone that we come in contact with, we have to show Christ. It does not matter how they're dressed. It does not matter what they look like. It does not matter what they smell like. It matters if we are caring for them. So Gloria's comment reminded us that we can hear all the, all the sermons But if we don't put it to action, if we judge someone by their appearance, we've already committed something bad. It doesn't matter what you wear. How are you going to be treated? The angels describe the birth of Jesus as good news of great joy. And that Christ was coming to redeem everyone. Now, imagine the shepherds hearing that. He wasn't just, the angels weren't just saying, it's for everyone but you. For the first time, they actually got to hear that they're included. This is the good news of Christmas. The good news of Christmas is that everyone is invited. Everyone can come. And that means that everyone is invited to go out. This is why our vision statement, mission statement, is up, in, and out. We are up to God, in by discipleship and and caring for one another, and then going out and to share that with the world. So the good news of Christmas is that no matter where you are in your life, you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are loved by God and that he delights in you. And whether you're in your twilight years, or whether you're young or unsure of your future, God can use you for his eternal purposes. We saw that with Zechariah and his wife. We saw that with Mary and Joseph, and now we see it with the shepherds. You have a purpose. And you must take this sermon and put it into action. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, you've asked us to love you and to love others, and Lord, it is so hard to love others. Lord, we've prayed, why don't you fix them? And yet, Lord, We actually are asking you to fix us. We have faults as well, and so Lord, help us to take the log out of our own eye to remove the speck from our brothers, to come alongside and to be Christ-like, that everything that we do is for your glory. 
So let us spur one another on to do incredible things for your glory. So Lord, help us to keep our eyes open, our ears open, and our hearts and our minds so that we may see what you're doing and come alongside. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, in Christ's name we pray, amen. And so as, as we talked about last week and as, as we go on, I, I don't want to continue telling you what you should do. You already know what to do. God has put little voices in your mind. We've already talked about it. Bill Disbrow shared last week. I'm not going to go into detail, but something told him he needed to do something, and he did. Gene, you had that same feeling. I need to do something, and you acted upon it. The thing is, when it comes in and it's from God, we must act. And if you think you're afraid, good. So am I. But we do it because we're not alone. Because the Holy Spirit is here. So, are you ready to go out and face the world? Are you ready to put this sermon into action? So here's a question. Are you ready to put this sermon into action? Okay. Thank you, Mike, because I know you would. Others, I'm not sure that you're, well, but because if we say yes, then then God will actually use us. Well, I'm going to ask you again, because God is asking, are you going to put this sermon into action? Well, okay, we're, maybe we need to get more coffee in you or something. But understand, you need to be alert. You have to be alert. I have to be alert. And to do this all for the glory of God. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, you have called us to action, and and Lord, we are afraid, I'm afraid, of what that might be, because we never know. But Lord, one thing we do know is that we are not alone. You are with us every step of the way. So Lord, in those situations, give us the power and the wisdom and the grace the truth, the wisdom from the Holy Spirit, so that we may be up for it. And Lord, when we start to, when we start to get worried or feel that we may not be able to do it, Lord, send one of our brothers and sisters alongside of us to help us. Lord, we praise you We thank you, and we thank you for this opportunity to serve. May everything we do bring you honor and glory. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Uh, today we have our annual congregational meeting, and that will start in 10 minutes. Uh, we're going to have a chance for you to stretch, uh, go to the restroom, but then we'll need to come back in here. Uh, unfortunately, our bylaws do, does not permit this to go on to Zoom, so we'll have to look at that uh, at a later date. So members are, uh, it would be happy for the members to be here. Uh, for those visitors, uh, you're welcome to attend but cannot vote. Um, so hear this benediction. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord Keep you and keep you safe. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon all of you. Now go in peace. Amen.